Hi, welcome to Hocus Pocus Let's Focus podcast. I'm Susie. And I'm Dee. And we are two witchy friends opening up the broom closet door if you are curious or have questions about the overall spiritual and metaphysical journey. We are here to create a fun and safe atmosphere. So sit back as two witchy friends bring you information on interesting topics as we jump into this Hocus Pocus Let's Focus episode. What up, everybody? On an interesting turn of events that me and Susie are having right now. No, don't don't scare our listeners. I'm not going to scare our listeners with that, even though as much as we are in spooky season, oh, I, I have tasteful. I'm not going uh, to. I, I almost want to turn, you to share it, but. I, I'm not going to turn this pocus pocus let's focus episode into an episode of Fear Factor. Oh, shit. Y'all should hear some of the crap that he's telling me. Y'all. I was telling her that um, I'm not even going to go into detail. Yeah, I just yeah, yeah. wanted to share the brief synopsis of um, the conversation as to what led to this. We were having a conversation and my boyfriend loves to go around telling people certain um, facts, scary facts. facts. Yes, they're very scary. But at the end of the day, I will tie this all in into our challenge that we are doing. See, there you go. Do you, oh, do there you, know you go. Oh, like, uh, man, you know? that segue was clean. <laughs> do you not love how your friend is in marketing? Just I do. Into this, and what do you mean? What are you talking about, D? So without further ado, the conversation is we are talking about fit. Witch challenge, because y'all know I want to say fit bitch witch. Yeah. And I just did. Mm-hmm. So, it's okay. Without the, the first further, delivery was great. Without great. further ado, you guys were officially into spooky season. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, you made it. Yay. 10 months into 2020, 2021, not 2020. Yeah, I was like, whoa. I know, right? Time warp. I, guys, guys, it still feels like March 2019 in some to some people. And by some people, I mean such as myself and probably a bunch of other people out there. So I feel y'all. Mm-hmm. But we made it all the way till October. Yay. And with the information is we are currently running a program, y'all. Mm-hmm. That is includes tiers so tier number one which is chucky child's play we are encouraging all our lovely listeners anyone out there on our instagram platforms to join us as we walk one mile or we run one mile for every day in october yes the options also include if you can run or walk to do at least 31 minutes of a workout. Mm-hmm. That way, by the end of the day, you guys are going to have a bunch of minutes because I cannot do the math. But ideally, you would have 31 miles. Yes. And that would put you into tier number one, child's play, which the prizes for child's play include, y'all, an oracle, an oracle card pool, and a tarot card pool, a sticker, a really Yay. cool, classy sticker. Everyone loves stickers. And everyone loves stickers. Y'all, y'all can put that on your hydro flask, on your laptops. You know what? Go vandalize a street pole and put that <laughs> on a street pole. As long 
as people get the word out there. Mm-hmm. And honestly, now that this is the best time to get to do divination work, just because the veil is thinning yes. for all our Wiccans, our witches, witchy friends out there, mm-hmm. we know it's coming up. Samhain is just right around the corner. Halloween's right around the corner. Or Dia de los Muertos are right around the corner for I my Latinos out there. Yes. Some pan de muerto. So what better excuse, y'all? Run your miles. My Latinas, go run your miles. Go do your exercise. Go fuel up. Be hydrated. Yeah. So you, we, so we can be ready. I'm talking. I'm, I'm talking about myself. I'm about to, once Dia de los Muertos come in, pan de muerto, chocolate abuelita. Y'all, it's going to be lit. Mm-hmm. But to, to continue on with the tears, y'all, we have tier number two, Michael Myers. So Mike Myers, which includes to run or walk one mile per day or do a workout of 31 minutes. And yes, it has to be 31 minutes, y'all. You can go past 31 minutes. Yes. But it has to be 31 minutes, which would total up to 31 miles. Plus, this challenge includes hydration. So what better way for you to be hydrated? Because, Susan, I know you love mm-hmm. to drink water when you're doing I was like, oh, parts. yes, I do like to drink. Oh, oh yes, water, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, water, 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 yeah, yeah, <laughs> water. that, we do that. <clears throat> and by 31 ounces, we do mean of water, H2O. We do not mean, please, mix water with vodka. Do not mix water with whiskey. First of all, why would you ever do that to alcohol? Second of all, <laughs> I know I love saying this. Like I'm a heavy drinker, y'all. I can't I can't hold my liquor. As we had a bridal shower and like a couple of shots in, I was already dying at a bar trying to fall well, asleep on the. We had the bridal shower and then we had the bachelorette party. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. my, my uh, the bachelor, the brat, the br- the bachelorette party. Your girl cannot hold her liquor. I want to fall asleep. But with that being said, I needed to hydrate the following day. So if you guys want to join, partake on tier number two, you guys need to drink your water. It's going to fuel you. You're going to be feel a lot better. Like we say, water fixes everything, your problems. You can drown them. Glowy skin. Yes. Drown a man. That's what I, I'm drown a man. <laughs> I should have renamed it into like the block the Loch Ness monster or the blue lagoon since we're oh, incorporating water cool. next year next year next year that'll be our for next year y'all okay so the prizes for this one include an oracle a tarot card a sticker and a bath blend Yay. because if you guys continue on to the following tiers you really will need that bath blend Yes, you will. So tier number three, Jason. Includes a mile, walk or run per day, 31 minutes, 31 ounces of water. And that means that it's, you guys can't do one or the other. That really is, you're, you're doing, you're doing all of it. Yes. All right. And for the tier number three. It includes an oracle, a tarot, a sticker, a bath blend, protection candle, and or jar. Yes. No, or jar, not and yes. or. It's or, or 
jar. Yes. And for my advanced people out there, again, we said it that your bath blends tier number four, Freddy, which includes a 3.1 mile, three times per week, 31 second planks per day. That that does not mean that it's 60 minutes, y'all. It's 31 seconds. And yes. we do mean 31 seconds. Yes. 31 ounces of water per day. Mm-hmm. And we will have an accountability chart that we will be drafting up um, that can be available and seen on our Instagram. That's going to be on our stories later on. Yes. Later on. No. No, it should actually, be already on there. It's actually drops, on there. When yes. this drops, it'll be up and running. So go mm-hmm. tune into our stories. We will have that there. And the price for T- for Tier Freddy, it's going to include an Oracle, a tarot card, the same tiers as the same gifts as tiers number three, sticker, bath blend, protection, candle, or jar, and a t-shirt and a water bottle. Yay! So that's what we have. And in order for you, go ahead and tag us in your pictures, in your stories. That's the way that you guys are going to be, you know, showing us your proof. Mm -hmm. Enter it into this raffle. Yes. Enter into this competition. We are requiring the hashtag FitWitchHPLF. So we need a proof of the activity. That means... Your run or your walk, please do not include your location. No. Just a little screenshot, even if you want to color it out. Your time, that's fine. Just your mileage, but not your location. Right. Let's be safe. Your workout, I highly, highly recommend anybody that wants to do like the Nike apps or -hmm. just take a picture of, you know, you doing the activity in it. I know there's workouts on the Nike app app that are 31 minutes. Yeah. So go ahead and just take that snapshot. And all entries need to be submitted no lo- no later than 11.59 p.m. wherever you guys are at every Sunday. Every so Sunday, yes. a picture, a video of the ac- picture and or video of you doing the activity. That's what it is. Me and Susan, we are going to be doing this alongside with y'all. We are not mm-hmm. going to be like, yeah, you guys do it. While well, we um, sit back and eat bonbons. No, we're doing this because I got a wedding next week. Guys. It's go marathon, time. Mar- marathon season <laughs> is coming up. So I really cannot be like slacking it. So I... I will be joining you all. And to show you guys, I am going to try, not try, I'm going to do aim for tier number four. So anybody out there that wants to join me with that, which 3.1 miles, as we know, that's a 5k, Mm -hmm. three times per week, Yeah, a 31 second plank, wherever my runners are out there, even if you're not a runner, you can go ahead, those 3.1 miles, you can walk them or you can run them, but they yeah. do need to be 3.1 miles. Mm-hmm. So cool. good luck to everyone are gonna do them. Yes, we are. And we'll without, be posting our stuff too. So without further ado, guys, wishes luck. We got a wedding to attend. Yes. We've got a marathon to do. We a are marathon. ready, Freddy Spaghetti. So 
join us. Yay. Well, speaking on that note, and we were trying to get into spooky season and getting ready for my marriage, we were discussing and work and all kinds of stuff, energy vampires. So, so yeah. raise of hand who's been victimized by a vampire out there, an energy vampire. Mm-hmm. And if, and all y'all know that we are currently in Mercury Gatorade. <laughs> so please feel free to blame any misha- misunderstandings on poor Mercury. Poor Mercury. It it's always gets you know. It's turning into the stick. It's but, a bad know, it's, wrap. Yeah, it's just you know you got to plan. So, but we'll talk about Mercury retrograde another time. But um, yeah, energy vampires and who are they? What are they? And how can you avoid them? Exactly. It's usually energy vampires are people like who feed off of other people's energy or their light. So they gaslight, they deflect, they crave attention. Um, they almost display um, similar traits to narcissists. So, but did you know that not necessarily all energy vampires are narcissists? It, yes, that is true. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it is very possible, y'all, that a person could be toxic, narcissistic, sociopathic, etc., without actually draining the energy of people. So they just are shitty people naturally. Yeah. Um, energy vampires can also hold grudges. So it's, they almost like to be part of like your decisions, almost like to calculate your every move. But I mean, for them to succeed is to allow them to bring your happiness level down and to bring your energy down. But also, um, you can also just be energetically drained when you're helping others and they don't mean to be energy vampires per se. They might not even know that they're doing it. It's just that if you have a bright light or you, you always help people, you, you attract that. So that's why in our grounding and protection episode, if you haven't listened, if you can go back to that, that way, you know how to ground and protect yourself. Um, But DNR, I mean, this might be a short little episode, Um, But just kind of seeing the signs and knowing the signs and how you can protect yourself. So like Dee and I have discussed before, sometimes you just feel energetically drained. And I think we've brushed on the topic, Dee, like teachers, you said, like, if you work in the medical field. In sales, anything like Mm -hmm. anything that you have to be around people, especially entrepreneurs, what you guys have to do, you guys have to go out there and network and you're thrown into the mix with all these different types of personalities. And like how we mentioned, most people who are energy vampires may not even know that they actually are doing this. Yeah. So also, I mean, even be that one friend where they always come to you for that advice, but you're giving them the advice that is you you're often on repeat, you know, it's like, and it doesn't have to be relationship wise, just anything. And you're constantly telling them, but like, they just, bring down that energy because you know they want your help they want that but it's like they don't learn or they don't listen and it's almost like they they come to you hoping for a different answer so those people as well can be um very energetically draining um they make themselves the victim they tend to dominate conversation so it's just just realizing who these people are and like d said if you're just around the a lot symptoms of people, too yeah if you're around a lot Guys. of people you can get all that energy from them and, it's- and 
And like we were saying, like there are different types of energy vampires, y'all. There are actually three distinct types of vampires, of energy vampires. And um, we'll go into further deep, a deeper um, dive of these. But the common ways that human energy vampires, you know, take your energy. What are entity energy vampires? And these are just the brief of what we're talking and vortex energy vampires and what you can do if you are an energy vampire also the symptoms that you might be that the symptoms are oh my god we're talking about this as a as a sickness but energy vampire symptoms so if you have been in contact with somebody and you're feeling any above the symptoms that we mentioned uh, there are ways that we can help you protect. And like Susan said, going back to the grounding, going back specifically to the cleansing elements of this mm-hmm. is going to be vital. Yes, yeah. very much so. Very, very much so. Um, I guess a way to identify your energy vampire in your life, or maybe if you are one, um, it's hard to note sometimes because again, they might not know that you, they're doing it. You might not know that you're doing it. Um, and those that do know, I mean, they're very stealthy. So what you might want to start noting is how do you feel before and after you possibly meet up with like an energy vampire and how do you feel afterwards? I mean, if you're feeling great, like let's say for myself, I'm a teacher, right? And my energy is high. Uh, fourth period and then when seventh period comes in like oh my gosh my energy is drained I need to notate that so what can I do to help myself especially before that class period or meeting a certain someone so it's really starting to know your energy before and after and where do you feel the lack of energy is it in your body do you get headaches is it like in your heart in your gut your head um, it's just where are you feeling that heaviness or maybe you feel tired or anxious? I don't know if you want to add on to that D. So the symptoms and we'll just, I'll just touch briefly on actually the symptoms before we jump into the category of human energy vampires, the symptoms of it, energy vampires can act 100% totally normal. Or they can be super toxic personalities. But either way, I mean, you can tell. If you're feeling lethargic, tired, calm, these are types of energy vampires that suck the energy out of you just by being in the same area. Exactly like Susan was just saying. You're high, you know, you're not that you're high, but your energy is very different. But come a specific period, come a specific person that's just in the, if you ever felt that if you're in a workplace, in a, in a family gathering, in a social setting, anything like that, and you're just like, damn, you could cut the tension with a knife. Something along the lines is that you could be in that situation. So if, you're, if you find yourself wanting to fall asleep every time, that is a clear sign that you might be around an energy vampire. And that's good and, to note, especially with the holidays coming up and they're right around the corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, exactly. And we'll touch into the, the entities a little bit more and 
how sometimes, you know, you can go exhaust all the possibilities and, you know, you've tracked everything and anything, something might be attached to your energetic field that you are completely unaware of. And that's another topic. But migraines or headaches, usually migraines or headaches, if you really don't have any common head pain, and this is very, very important to note, guys. As someone who suffers very heavily from like migraine pains, and I know your sister does too. I know Amanda does. It's very important if you have like frequent migraines or headaches to be distinguished. Like if you constantly have headaches around your time, your period or anything, just note it. So be very, very conscious of what your body does and fluctuates at what time does help you. But if you're a person who you know what, you've never had a headache, you've never had anything and you const- and you have a headache once you are presented in a situation, a social setting, you might want to trace it back, back to that energy. So this tends to happen when people cast spells and forget to pull enough energy from the elements. Mm-hmm. They sometimes often get immediate migraines. Right. Is also a very tale sign that an energy vampire is around you. So not that after you cast a spell, but if you get a headache and you're not prone to it, that's a clear indicator. Heavy, cloudy, like a heavy cloud of depression. So exactly tying it back to how Harry Potter was and the Dementor, like the Dementors. Right. Mm-hmm. If you feel like the happiness is sucked away from you, that's literally what they're doing. Like that's a clear visual representation of that joy that's being stripped away from you so this will come out of nowhere you can have you know you could have had a great kick-ass day got up on time anything you're around something and you just feel heavy you're just like everything sucks it's And that means that there's like a cloud holding you down. So anything like you can have the time of your life, but it seems gray. Like everything just seems gray. It feels like those Zoloft commercials, y'all. That's how I can see. Mm -hmm. And you feel floaty, not grounded. So if you're feeling a little dizzy or you're just like your head's kind of spinning, that could be a very symptom of an energy vampire. And here is the kicker. And I think we, I mean, I can speak on this. When I'm around an energy vampire, I do tend to get this feeling of both tired and angry where I don't know what it is. I just want to fight with somebody and I'm tired. Yeah. But it's not like so much like everything could be really happy in my life, but I just want to not fight it's just I'm angry and it's just like I don't know where it's coming from it's out of character but it's like feeling both tired I mean I'm ready to stop <laughs> yeah you're you're ready to, th- to throw hands and for me it's like it doesn't matter like I can clean like I go into this really like deep like I want to clean everything but even when I'm cleaning I'm angry and I'm not like angry throwing around shit Mm-hmm. I just feel like a pressure cooker. That's the best way I can explain yeah, it. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know what. I don't know what it is. It's just like I, I don't want to throw hands. I just feel angry. Everything annoys me. Everything irritates me. Um, 
and no amount and no amount of scrubbing or cleaning gets it away. So set sudden nausea and stomach ache. You know when you feel something and you just feel in the pit of your stomach and you're just like mm-hmm. fuck. Yep. That is actually a clear indicator. Tightness in the chest and shortness of breath. Y'all, this right here, hands down, is the best symptom that I can describe. That is how you clearly know you're in a situation or around something that does not benefit you. And if you are somebody who doesn't suffer from it and you're just like, I can't breathe, be it a situation, be it a person, being anything, if anybody triggers this in you, this is a very clear red flag that you around something that does not bring you to a high vibration. It's actually draining you, whether it be a job, whether it be a relationship, whether it be anything, this, if somebody causes this in you, you need to either ground yourself if you love this person or anything, but you can live like this. So that's, that's what I'm just going to say. Cause then I'm going to get on my soapbox. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I totally get that. I totally get that. Um, I mean, one way to protect yourself obviously is to say no, but just honoring your own boundaries. Um, and, and that is hard. very hard though. I was going to say that it's, it's so hard. And especially if you're used to being the nice one and always saying yes, it's so, so hard because people, they don't understand what the, why the change, like, what do you mean? No or you must not care or just guilt trip you or be angry with you or say hurtful things to make you say yes or make you not honor your own boundaries and that's just really hard and it's also very i'm sorry that's cody um good to have a friend that you trust so that you can talk to them about what's going on or a family member whoever i mean i know i if i'm going to talk to anybody about energy sucking vampires it could be d you know and and vice versa. Like, I know when I feel that way, and you and I just had this conversation before we started the other episode, but it's very hard. And I mean, it's very hard um, to distinguish. And I want to stress this out. When you are coming into your light, coming into your practice, um, somebody once told me, it's like, once you start evolving, people you're gonna see things in a different light so Mm -hmm. it's gonna come to a shock to you yes that um you're conflicted it's a very it's a conflict where people are used to mistreating you in a certain way and you're just like that's not how it should be Mm -hmm. you're kind of like coming out of this fog yeah. You're like, yeah, I don't. It's like a little bit. My dear, that is called self-love. And those are where your boundaries are starting to come from. Yes. And it is 100% very, con- like, com- it conflicts in you. Mm-hmm. Whether, are you a two-faced? Are you a this? But it's really not. It's a matter of you coming into yourself. It's like, you know what? I don't like how this makes me feel. It's like maybe you got numb to the pain of putting your hand on the fire all the time and you're just like, oh, it's okay. Mm -hmm. Maybe one time you're just like, you know what? Ouch, this actually does hurt. These blisters are hurting now. And you take it out of the fire and it starts to heal. Mm -hmm. 
and you and you get that taste of like oh maybe life isn't like this all this time um my rant I just I don't think that was a very good metaphor but it means that it's hard and it's gonna be something that it's gonna take a lot of time don't expect that to be from one day to the next where you're just like oh I'm gonna go put garlic or crosses or I'm gonna carry Mm -hmm. a silver steak with me all the time no it's gonna take a lot of practice and it's gonna be like every single time that you say no just do it in baby steps again everything in baby steps you're gonna have that bigger a much more clear result in the future than if you just cut up everything cold turkey and just like you you know we always cut ourselves off or punish ourselves every time you set your boundary and you say no or whatever that means to you you need to treat yourself like pat yourself on the back like you know what yes I did this and however it is that you want to do so because that is a big step for you and remember that as beings that are just on this planet you are always evolving and you're always changing and understand that sometimes when you evolve and change some people are not part of that journey. And that mm-hmm. is okay because everyone that you meet on your journey, everything that happens is for, for your growth and for your purpose. Uh huh. And when you realize that, just like Dee said, when you realize you take that hand away from the flame and the fire, it's like, oh, this feels more like what I should be doing. And you go down a path on the left rather than the right. It's going to take some adjustment and some time, but guess what? You're going to meet other people and other good energies and your higher self and you just need to find that strength and and trust that intuition because a lot of times we're told not to listen to our gut or intuition mm-hmm. you know to, to keep with social constructs but do what feels good to you and that's a very good point um Susan that you bring is that if You need to trust your gut. If something doesn't feel right, I know you can love the person. You can, you know, whatever it is. We all have those moments where, you know what, if you're not feeling 100% yourself, like if you feel like you're angry or anything, instead of being like, well, I already gave my word. Mm -hmm. I already did this. Don't feel that because you're going to feel shitty afterwards. And it's just going to sour that situation or that moment or whatever, whatever that point in case can be. It's like, you know what? I don't want to go visit my boyfriend today mm-hmm. or I don't want to go do this. And me and Susan, when we started our podcast, it's like, we're not going to record until we feel 100%. And we've had to push some episodes far mm-hmm. back. You guys yeah. don't notice that, but when we pre-record, we have to. And that's just because, you know, we we are day in and day out podcasting is in our whole life we have to interact with humans with other humans and certain situations do put a strain on our energy field and we don't want to bring that to you as you are listening to this podcast because mm -hmm. that that energy our energy even though we're not face to face with you you're getting our energy as you are listening to us and just like life sometimes will hit us right in the face sometimes we're like dang I mean, I, t- I told you one time, just one thing after another, after another, she's like, that's fine. That's okay. And I mean, I was feeling bad and not that D makes me feel bad. I make myself feel bad. No. And the other day, I mean, D said, you know, let's table it. Cool. We'll table it. And some, and that's another thing I did want to bring up is 
don't let other people make you feel like you have to give an answer right away. Okay. And this is things you practice, like in the mirror, you say it out, out loud and it's like, okay, I'll take that into consideration, but I'm just not in a place to make a decision right now. I'll get back to you. And that goes true with anything work. Someone wants to come over. Someone needs a phone call. Someone wants anything. Uh, you know what? I'm just not ready right now. And that is hundred percent. Okay. Because that way you can think about it and then you can come back to it at a place where you're ready instead of being forced and feeling like you have to give an answer right now. And, and here's the distinction because there's a matter of time where you need, where somebody needs to give you a distinction or where you need to have an answer right away. Mm -hmm. And having somebody tell you, it's like, Oh no, later on, later on. If you need an answer, for example, for Susan, you need an answer for some wedding stuff. Nobody was getting that to you. Mm-hmm. And part of that self-love, that boundary is reestablishing. It's like, I am not your carpet. I am not your, what is it? A doormat. A doormat. There you go. Mm-hmm. I am not a doormat. You cannot step all over me, decide when to do that. So showing up for yourself also includes that. It's also setting aside the time that don't beat yourself up for it. Show up when you have to and demand the respect that you deserve. Don't be like, oh, settle that. So it's it's more of that um, don't feel pressured into having somebody tell you this, but also don't be afraid of asking for what you need. Yes. And honestly, I think in the age that we're in right now, where we have a lot of women who are encouraging other, you know, fellow women, a lot of people of like POC, mm-hmm. it's very important for you to demand what's right for you, for you to speak up of what doesn't feel right for you. Don't um, don't have anybody pressure you and don't let yourself be afraid of saying this. Exactly. It's exactly. really, yeah. And that is the topic of the, like the energy is that energy vampires and it's an extensive, an extensive lengthy process. We don't know how, because um, it's a lot to, to check is. into one into one episode because it's going to be like me and her on a pedal on our soapbox yeah but we'll give you just we'll yeah, probably we'll- touch back on this but just to get you on your way or just to get started and and honestly like the symptoms and and to see and, and to recognize it I think is is the very best thing to start with and with that being said, it's very, 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 very important for you girls, for you guys, for you, you know, our audience out there to listen to this. We have a lot of, um, and I'm going to tie this in, downloads of our one of our other episodes. Like, I think the sleep paralysis is a really big hit. Mm-hmm. And exactly like that sleep paralysis, it's like those demons. It's like those, you know, not those demons, but like those heavy energies those heavy energies and this is what it comes back to it's very important for you to ground yourself for you to be aware of your surroundings first and foremost but your but your internal feelings like how does your body react how does this person make you feel and I think in the time that we're in right now at least when this episode was recorded back was in 2021 
and a lot of things may change if you guys are listening to the future but during this time we we just got out of a pandemic you know we got out of pandemic we're still in the pandemic still in it yeah but we have something called the great resignation and this was a huge wake-up call to corporations to people working in that corporate field teachers doctors anyone that was tied down to a desk mm-hmm. I it made it made others realize that you know what life isn't about a nine-to-five life yeah. isn't about just it's answering so emails more. it's so much and it dawned this movement about the great resignation it's like you know what a job that no longer serves you or benefits you and drains you of your energy drains you of having to listen to that boss having to listen to that coworker, that event that job that does not longer serve you um move you're not crazy if you have a co-worker that does not want to talk to you and you have to freaking beg for an attention if you have a job that's like putting you on a deadline it's like hey you need to get this done and no 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 nothing's been thrown your way like you've not had the guidance you have the right to leave like I want you to know that you as a human being are so much more worthy of of everything that you have to give don't 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 subject yourself don't drain your light don't drain your energy yeah it's a paycheck yeah you need that money but at the end of the day if that job is costing you your happiness your health your mental stability and your self-worth it ain't worth it Mm -hmm. that relationship job anything career you know, going to college or, you know, maybe that career field that you wanted to is just not fulfilling you. It is okay to change your, your mind and to take yourself away from that situation that no longer serves you. Again, we're constantly evolving. People are going to drop out of your life and some, and that's okay. I know that was an instance where I was just like, what the hell? So-and-so that you think that you're so close for so long, they just don't. And you never knew that that's how it was. But I think how I was talking to Sam, it's like, it's okay that those things happen when you're, when you're growing into your, yourself, when you're aligning, people are going to fall out of your journey and that's okay. You may fall out of their journey and that's okay. Cause we all have our own path that we need to walk and people along the way, they're going to be placed. You're always going to be placed in the right situation, but you have to help the universe. It's going to do a lot of the heavy lifting, but you have to help it out first. Remove yourself from toxic situations, toxic relationships, and avoid that. Yeah, I think that's what I have okay. for me, at least. Yeah. Well, there's there's a lot that we can there go into, a lot, but I but think we don't want to. Yeah, we don't want to do it because now, now that I'm thinking, now that I'm thinking <laughs> about it, is just like yeah, we 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 have but this is a very taste especially with spooky season coming around and um spooky season family gatherings going back to the workforce you know back to the the office setting it's very hard especially when we're at the comfort of our own homes for such a long time that being thrown into this is just like what the hell yeah it's just recognizing it um my things, I'll go real quickly. Um, 
things you can do, like I said, you can talk to a trusted friend if you're dealing with an energy vampire. Um, you can call upon your spirit guides. Remember your spirit guides as well as angels, yeah. ancestors. They can protect you with shielding, energetic. Oh, so that let me share. Let me share something with you guys because I learned this from when I when I took a session, and I have my notes because she told me every time that I feel that something negative is around me, a negative thought, something, a person or anything that to put a shield around you, but there's actually a saying, let me find it for you. So I call it a protection, protection, prayer, mantra, but it's, and again, if you believe in a God or a goddess, but this is how I do it for myself and it works. I put a circle of God's love around it. I rebuke the fear from within, within all attached and surrounding it. So whenever you feel like you have a negative thought, you're around something negative, you're just like, I put a circle of love, of a circle of God's light and love around it, and I rebuke all the fear. And even if it helps, just like imagine that you're putting a circle on it and just being like, you know, I cast it out. Just do that to yourself. And that tends to work. At least that's what works for me when I have these negative thoughts. Well, going that's with just that, a typic. what I'm going to add in the show notes is um, there are 10 protect your energy quotes and you can say them as your mantras or even your affirmations. So if what Dee just said helps you or if you have anything else, or you can look at this list of 10 as far as um, protect your energy quotes. And I'll, I'll link that in the show notes. Um, the last thing, of course, it wouldn't be me if I didn't add crystals, um, for best protecting yourself. And that'll be it for my end, but black tourmaline, um, it's a highly protective stone. It helps purify you of any energy you don't want to bring home with you after a long day. So it casts like an energy shield over you, your home, um, and to keep others from sending their negative energy your way. Um, black kyanite the um, there's actually a legend that says protector um, archangels michael's sword was made uh, of mm-hmm. uh, his blade was made of kyanite and black kyanite protects you from relationships and people who really feast on your energy and you use it to cut cords with any toxic negative or unwanted energy um, that you just want to release anything that's no longer serving you so that you can raise your vibration so it really just protects you from the negative energy and sends back whatever has come to you um, with love and light. Um, next up, we have pyrite. And I like pyrite. It's great for protection and for attracting money. I know a lot of people know pyrite for attracting money, but it has a long history as a shielding stone. And it has an energy where it can mirror back whatever's coming to you. So that's good. Yeah. So that's, that's, super great um and then we have malachite um malachite is a green stone with like these swirly shapes in it it's really beautiful beautiful. yeah it's beautiful beautiful and it's about movement so when it comes to boundaries we're always moving through things in our lives and sometimes Mm -hmm. we reach a point where we say this ain't working i don't want this anymore and we need to move through our own state of being and malachite will actually help you do that And the final crystal that can help you, um, at least just this condensed brief, of course, there's an array of crystals that can help you, but um, black terminated quartz. 
And with black tourmalated quartz, it um, has black tourmaline in it. Like it's good for your protection, but mm -hmm. also has clear quartz. So you really get clear with yourself on what you need to let go. Oh, that's neat. Mm -hmm. So it's really using that clear quartz to just kind of magnify and really work on um, what that tourmaline helps you with. So um, just kind of holding it and meditating and repeating whatever it is that you feel self-doubting or anything that kind of creeps into your mental space, it helps you break through that old stagnant energy pattern. So you're opening up yourself to unlimited possibilities that the universe has in store for you. So that's all I have on my end. And like Dee said, we didn't want to bombard you with too much because I mean, like I said, we can probably go into a couple episodes with this, but I think just like our grounding and protection episode, this really helps set the bar for you. And this is like the first good couple of steps, at least learning, recognizing and, and somewhat shielding yourself. So we hope you enjoy Awareness is key y'all, especially, um, come the holiday season and just know that, you know, vampires are scary sometimes they may be beautiful like the yeah. collins but <laughs> oh my god or listot but anyways yes. <laughs> what i'm saying is that they are beautiful they may enchant you they may glamour you true blood reference there for y'all yes mm -hmm. um but um using malachite and i want to just point this out because we might find ourselves in toxic relationships, whatever, whatever that toxic relationship is to you, whether it's a toxic relationship with food, whether it's a toxic relationship with your family, with your significant other, with your workplace, or just anything that no longer, that doesn't serve you. And you can't find the strength itself. I think carrying Malachite is a great, great, uh, the companion for that movement that's going to help you to kind of wee away. So it's kind of like a, not a crutch, but it's not an amulet. Wouldn't be an, is it an amulet? Um, I mean, it can be, but, or, or like a talisman, but. A talisman. There you go. Now yeah. the talisman I always get those confused, but, but I think it's a really charging. Good yeah. Just charging it and letting it know what its job is will uh -huh. really help you will really, really help you. It's just like the plants in your home. You know, you give them the job and they can suck up that energy. I mean, it's sad if they soak up a lot and then it dies, but you know what? It protected you in your home before it even got to you. Just little things. But did you want to pull? Yeah, I can pull. Um, pull a card or two. Maybe yeah. um, if you pull your Oracle for advice let's see i can pull an oracle definitely for advice let me pull up a advice for here. dealing with energy vampires so an advice for dealing with energy vampires got it okay so you guys know i want to just let you know i was having this conversation with Susan that i absolutely fell in love with her she actually got me started into it. So thank you for 
contributing to my obsession at this point but you're welcome the seasons of the witch oracle y'all whether it's the sound you have the saw and i have the yule yes. one uh-huh. but good lord man like i have no i i love my decks i like all my decks but i think this is the light of my life and it's not just because it's green <laughs> i can't wait that's exciting So this oracle card that I like, this deck, I did the interview on it, and it is to help for it with foundations. So I'm going to do what we need to let go of. Oh, got it out. Ooh, this is kind of cool. I got chills. And I did this the other day. So chills is it's your body's it's your body's way of telling you when danger is near. So, and I'll post this on um, I think on our Instagram later on. Okay. That it's a beautiful portrait like depiction. This girl is out in the cold. She's kind of shivering. Her long black hair is very waving, but this signifies that when we go through like our body tells us hey it's cold you're getting cold go take shelter go take this from a blizzard or from a situation that you know what you need to kind of retreat back from it's your body's way of telling you hey this this is not the path that you need to take like you need to go seek go find that Go find that cave with warmth. So it's letting go, like listening to your body that if something is toxic, if something is um, not serving you, that is the best. Like you need to leave. Like you need to stop thinking it's in your mind. You need very to fitting. So I thought that was very fitting. Very so fitting. that is something that we need to go, like listening to that gut. So the other one is how can you lay that foundation? Like how can you trust So solstice, and I haven't done this. So solstice is, and they have very beautiful poems. So it says, all hail the cunning truth in which it burns deep within root. Rise above the ashes and claim the gods are waiting your glory, your name. So this is solstice card number 34. So let's do solstice. Okay, so the key words are ignite the fire within, finding, finding yourself and truth. So this is what you should gather. We all experience times when you feel the need to retreat, hide, and lick your wounds. This is especially true after experiencing a betrayal, displacement, a, signify, a significant life change, or a brutal loss. Slipping away into darkness is a critical part of healing. It allows you time away from other people, often critical eyes to break down and purge the emotional weight you carry. However, one must be careful about spending too much time in this healing space. You can become lost in the comfort of darkness and forget to come back to the light where others have the joy of basking in your glory. Solstice 
ask you to permit yourself to let your inner light shine. You're hitting your beauty for far too long. You may be feeling vulnerable and afraid, but know that there are people out there who also want to have, who, who want you. Okay, this is where people vulnerable, but people know that there are people out there who want what you have to offer. Having a breakdown isn't a fun process, but building yourself back up can be a truly liberating and beautiful experience. It's time to rise from the ashes, sacred one, and allow yourself to fly. Hmm. Like that. And how you'll get, ooh, okay. So this is a good one. Cardinal medicine. And the saying here is, thyself leads of sacredness as an honor fit for the gods. Your worth of all the seas and all the skies and all the desires you hold inside. And cardinal medicine is about finding a partnership. And this could be romantic. This could be an in-depth. A friendship that's going to help you heal. So once you establish in the psalm saying, it's like once you know to listen to that inner, that inner voice that we have that inner gut it's important for you to be like okay I got burned to to re like heal yourself but don't stay in that period of darkness like oh everyone's gonna heal me everyone's out to get me but to find comfort in exactly how Susan said to find comfort in those that you trust to be open to that is very very critical it's very crucial for those who um who may be wounded and I think fitting in the spread of this energy vampire, you need to find that um, honoring of yourself, like of your sacred self, your uniqueness, and also finding loving, caring, thoughtful partnerships, whether it be with a significant other, with a friendship, a business partner, or just anything mm -hmm. that's going to help heal you. that mutual respect yep and it says cardinals um this is what the saying says so cardinals represents devotion loyalty and unity values that are essential to a loving happy companionship receiving cardinal medicine is a sign that a loving partnership is close at hand like our feathery fur um friend's song your partner is sending you out a vibration calling you to notice them be open-minded as cardinals, also symbols of uniqueness. Your potential love may be interesting and different, but not less, but no less extraordinary. Cardinals mate for life. So any new relationships in the coming months could be the, pot the potential to lead to marriage or long-term partnerships. Hmm. Cardinals also represent self-empowerment. They're a reminder that a partnership does not mean a loss of yourself. If you're currently in a relationship, you're being guided to be part of the whole without losing what makes you unique. Your sense of self is an asset to your partner. You bring things to the table that others, that others lack and vice versa. Always remember that you are unique. Beautiful magic is why your partner loves you to begin with. Aww. So I, I really do love this deck. Like, I cannot get it's over it. It's very lovely. It. Very, very much so. 
and I think um, for me, Yule is a very time of it's dark. It's a period of there's Christmas, there's everything. Um, we sometimes find oh the end's never near, but there is also very beautiful. There's a beauty in that dark, in that darkness. Remember, there has to be darkness in order for the light to come. And that's where you grow. In order for, and and that's where you grow. So for this spread, it's like know where your energy vampires are. Learn to heal yourself from those, but not to stay there, not to hide. And that you will find people that are willing to help you grow and get out of that. And they're there because you bring qualities that they don't have and they have qualities that you don't have. And together you guys can form a very stronger unit. And that doesn't necessarily mean, oh, I have to find the love of my life. That could mean a friendship. No. That could mean sisterhood. That, that could mean, be you know, you, yourself. partnership. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So sure. that's, that's That was awesome. That was a great way to end. That was great. I really enjoyed that. I'm going to go look into that Yule deck. You really should, because I'm probably thinking of getting sound. I was going to tell you, I'm like, can you just take a picture of all your cards so I can see? I'm just <laughs> trying to talk. I just need to, I need to go get it. Just go get it. You've been talking about that forever. Aye, aye, forever. A few months. I know, right? It's only like been forever. like a few months, Denora. But I, I feel like the reason, but the feel reason why I want it is just because, um, like I feel super awkward using my Oracle, my Yule deck, mm. Halloween season. Like, <laughs> like but it's I so beautiful. Get oh you, God, get I you. Should. I guess I should. Just do it. I mean, now you have to. No, I really do have to because I love this deck. It's... <laughs> Anyone out there? It's not sponsored or anything. No, we just we just interview your yeah. We interview your decks and they will tell you tell you 100% what you need to do and for me this is a foundation one for me so perfection well okay um we hope you enjoyed this episode of hocus pocus let's focus and protect yourself ground yourself and yeah we'll see you around so be safe y'all bye